With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Dynamite debut as alluded to in the opening there and uh, came right back with a strong follow-up. And uh, every Monday, 9 o'clock, we go Dateline Dolphins with John Congemi. Jonathan, how are you, my friend? I am doing terrific, Depot. I think the most impressive thing about that open was me surviving the Philbin era. I, I thought that was <laughs> this comes from the great Depot Lama. It's the bets you don't make, the chances you don't take, that can compromise an otherwise incredible life, my friend. The time! Wake up with Defoe, joined by Luby. Welcome to the Defoe Show. You would never say the show is good. Most folks think that you're misunderstood. He thinks he's often right. He thinks he is default light, but it's not so. Cause Tuesday blows. Watch a game as though you are a spy On that little Apple phone While Shirley's on her throne You just sit by You never groan Luby, I, I don't get it, man. I mean, I tell you, stop pressing. It's Land Lumbers, Justina tested. That's all no, anybody's no, hearing. Listen, Other is, sponsors are complaining. It's my sponsor. You guys only care about me on Volkswagen. You don't care about me. I mean, me. I do these commercials. I get up at 4 o'clock in the morning to set these things up. I do it every, every day. I want to do this. It's all about me. I mean, I, you don't like when I talk about the coastline. I love the coastline over there. I mean, I, I fell in the coastline one day, and I, I, I was eating all the coastline. And, and you want to get somebody else to do this. Try to get somebody else to do this. Somebody, try to get <laughs> Listen, Luby, you can't be so sensitive in this business. You can't have such a thin skin. It's not a thin skin. It's you and Jersey Kyle. He gets here late, doesn't do anything. He comes here, clicks a lot of money from Deal Volkswagen. I don't like it. I don't like what you guys do. And you know what? I'm really tired of it. Go get Carlos or, or, or get Red. Get Red. You always talk about Red. You think Red's so good. Get Red. I'm done. I'm gone. I'm gone. That's it. I'm finished. I'm like, quit. 
I guess that's the essence of a good prank. Uh, and welcome to the show, everybody. Jeff DeForest, and we do have the return of Michael Luby Lubitz, at least we did on Monday. Now, he was just off on Friday, but uh, this gets back to the old uh, April Fool's prank principle. It has to be slightly believable, even if it's exaggerated, as was the case uh, when we had the Sun Sentinel. Unfortunately, it was our good buddy Harvey Fialkoff got assigned to the story and actually had to do some investigating as to whether or not Doug Flutie had signed with the Dolphins after he had retired and uh, was uh, supposedly going to be a third-string quarterback. We started circulating that rumor as an April Fool's prank. Everybody knew it was an April Fool's prank except the editor of the Sun Sentinel. And the Miami Herald, by the way, Jason Cole, I remember, uh, Luby. Uh, and good morning, Luby. How are you, my friend? I'm glad uh, you didn't really quit the show, that that was pure fantasy. That sounds How like, are you this fine day? Like, I like Jersey's impression, but it doesn't sound like me. I, I don't know. For people to actually believe that makes me sad. Um, I'm great. How are you? How are you this morning? I think a lot of people picked up on it later on uh, after, uh, you know, that bit had played early in the morning. And that was uh, at the very top of the show on Friday, the Jersey Kyle uh, takeoff on Mike Luby Lubitz and what it would be like if he had a complete radio psychotic meltdown. It'd be way worse snapped. than that. That was actually pretty tame. It was. That's why it was not as believable as it could have been. Because uh, you would have been throwing things, breaking things. Uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> the Red played it along pretty well, too, because he said that you left there all sweaty and red-faced. And then he saw you go storming out to your car, and that you looked back real quickly, one last look to say, uh, maybe I made a mistake here, and then drove off in a huff in that uh, blue Hyundai. 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 We're going to get that right. Hyundai. It's Hyundai, not Sunday. Yeah, but you've it's been Hyundai. saying Hyundai. I don't, know, yeah, that, I don't know that email. I don't know who they were referring to. I haven't heard someone call it Hyundai in like a decade. I might have done it. I, I don't know. You know, you know it, it's, it's splitting hairs there. Right? You know, everybody knows what you're talking about, right? It's the uh, Hyundai. Well, and, and we do have those Aaron C. Show tickets. In fact, we have a stack of them to give away today, do we not, Luby? We haven't given any of them away in the last couple of days here on the program. But, uh, yeah, people really believe that you walked off the show. A lot of people uh, were sucked in by that. I, I think they heard the later conversation relating to the idea that, uh, you know, we, we were stunned that this happened on the program on Friday. Of course, you were off to go to another bar mitzvah. No, you had the wedding rehearsal, right, for what, your sister-in-law's wedding? Was that the deal down in Homestead? Yes, sir. My now brother-in-law and sister-in-law got wed this past weekend in Homestead, yes. That would be married. They got married over the weekend. Yes, married right? or now wed. wed, yes. See, you're, you're like a guy around the racetrack where all of a sudden the verb tenses change to incorrect verb tenses. <laughs> oh, God. He win too today. In, in other words, a, a guy that speaks perfect English that might be playing Shakespeare in the park and, and cast in a, in a lead, road, in, in ha lead role in Hamlet or Othello or any of these uh, great Shakespearean plays, all of a sudden gets around a racetrack, and they start talking in verb tenses that uh, obviously are, are way out of whack. He win two today, my horse win, that kind of thing. It's uh, weird, but, uh, yeah, he, 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 two guys got married. I mean, the two people got married. I don't want to say two guys, although that could be common also, right? Happens, but it no, was, it was a woman, a woman and a man, that this, and they were uh, married, married they are now wed, yes. You almost have to clarify things these days, which is fine. I mean, I have no problem with that. Uh, what, what do I care about what anybody else does? When they're in the bedroom, right? I mean, do you really care, Luby? Not all of this anxiety, all of this conversation. Eh, you know what? Who cares, right? Just live your life. The wire comes up very quickly in this deal, so uh, you may as well be happy. And that's what I recommend to you, Mike Luby Lubitz. Don't be bitter. Be happy. How, how would you like to be in New York and be Alfred Payton today? You talk about having a thin skin. Alfred Payton, back page of the New York Post. Mike Vaccaro, our good friend Mike Vaccaro, comes on the show quite frequently. I always enjoy having him on. A brilliant columnist for the New York Post. 
why Tibbs must bench Peyton for the playoffs. Big headline, tipping point. See, they, they uh, really, they, they don't hold back there, right? Would you ever see a headline like that in the Sun Sentinel or the Miami Herald? That so-and-so had to go to the bench. You never see anything like that here. Well, we're not that harsh. But how would you like to be Alfred Payton? You get on the subway today. Well, if they're still doing that, but uh, you get on the subway, and there there it is. You, you pick up your New York Post, and there's your picture on the back page, and they're telling uh, you uh, some columnist is suggesting you go straight to the bench for the playoffs, which the Knicks did, uh, I mean, an unbelievable job to, to lock up that four spot. O- only one game ahead, right, of uh, Atlanta and the Miami Heat? Did they only finish one game ahead? I think they finished because, with the same record uh, as the Atlanta. They were one game ahead of the Heat. We had that clip about uh, the bets that you don't make from the default llama. It's the bets that you don't make and the chances you don't take that can uh, really compromise what otherwise would be just a, a splendid life. You don't know what would have happened if you had gone ahead and made that move. I'll give you this one, uh, Mike Luby Lubitz. And this comes from a friend, but if I name the friend, you'll know right away what team I'm talking about. What NBA team... This year rewarded its backers with a 45-26-1 record against the point spread. Against the point spread, 19 over. So your $100 better made 1900 on the season. Your $1,000 better made 19000 on the season. Your $10,000 better, Luby, made $190,000 just betting this team in every game. What team in the NBA, Luby, do you think finished 45-26-1 Against the point spread this year. I'll give you a couple of seconds. I have no idea. That's actually, a, I don't know. Well, I mean, you think about it. Obviously, it had to be a team that did way better than anybody would have anticipated, or they wouldn't have had a record like that. Or they were so good. Knicks? So Knicks? good that they just, the New York Knicks, my friend. Wow, that's 45-26-1. And, and, of course, that came from, if I told you it came from Mike Nyman, you would have known right away, okay, it's got to be the Knicks, right? Yes, Either yes, that or the Florida Gators who got an NBA spot. But uh, New York Knicks, how about that? A remarkable season, 45-26-1 against the spread. That, that's very much like uh, our feeling here with the Florida Panthers, which was that, hey, well, when, when is it going to fall apart? This can't go on forever. What are you kidding me? They're winning. So now the Knicks, I, I think, in a very tough series. Uh, that would be very entertaining viewing if you were not a Knicks fan and you could care less about the New York Knicks. Uh, are there any Atlanta Hawk fans you ever run across? Even people from Atlanta are not Hawk fans. Do you ever run across an Atlanta Hawks fan? Do you ever uh, see anybody in a Hawks jersey, Hawks Never. hat, anything? Never. That would be jamais, my friend, in French. Jamais, as in never. I'm with you 100% on that. And yet, uh, having just watched very briefly, th- this is kind of like that Devin Booker thing. I, I don't know that the Hawks are going to beat the Knicks, but it's not going to be easy. That, that will be one of the most competitive series, I, I think, that you will ever see. Because the, the Knicks... When they win, they don't win by a lot. It's always hard work for the New York Knicks, but they did it to the tune of, uh, and and had the odds makers baffled. Imagine being some poor bookie at the MGM Grand that was taking all that action on the Knicks. Maybe that was your only, uh, you know, you had the Knicks exclusive window, and you were getting buried. (laughs) It's always good when the book gets buried, isn't it? But uh, I didn't have the foresight, and and nor would I have ever thought that this was uh, even remotely worthwhile. Of course, uh, my investment... Uh, prowess and uh, acumen has not been, well, it's been proven to be uh, god-awful, right? When did I buy all that real estate, Luby? 2007. <laughs> of course you did. I was flush. <laughs> Flushed it right down the toilet. 45-26-1 against the spread. That's pretty good, but here's another one that I missed on. 
course, uh, I didn't realize that this was the name of the horse that was in the race. I was just flipping channels last night. There was a lot of good stuff on last night, even though none of the local teams were involved. The Marlins were off, and they begin a series in Philadelphia tonight. The Panthers are trying to regroup, and later on today, at some time during the program, we will get the thoughts of one Steve Goldie Goldstein about this uh, Panthers series against the Lightning, which uh, probably... I don't know that this is easy to say. I didn't see all of the action, but I would have to think that the best game, as much as all these games are being decided in overtime, and how tough is the Stanley Cup, right? I mean, we're talking about game one of a variety of series. They were all going to overtime, Luby, all veritable bloodbaths. And the uh, Cats and the Lightning, one of the games that was uh, finished in regulation and decided in regulation, ended up, I think, being the most entertaining uh, game of the entire set that we've seen so far. I don't even know if that's really jumping out there on a ledge to make that statement, Luby. The 5-4 game that the Cats lost to the Tampa Bay Lightning was about as exciting. It was a thriller in Manila. It was a great hockey game. Unfortunately, we ended up on the wrong end. Uh, You had Joel Quenville. He was pretty cool about it. He wasn't throwing things in the locker room. Uh, He was talking about, and this is kind of interesting from a psychological standpoint, talking about what can we possibly have learned from this game. Here are a few things. And so, I mean, I don't know if he learned that uh, Bobrowski, he wasn't bad in this game to give up five goals. That, that's the funny part, Luby. So, so what would you do as a coach? You're, you're the Panthers coach, Joel Quenville, who turned out to be a great guy, and I love the fact that uh, he was spending a lot of his afternoons at Hastings Park as a kid. But uh, w- would you go with Bobrowski again or play Drieger, who was who great? Uh, the kid, Knight, uh, also, is he a kid or is he like some veteran goalie that finally got to the bigs after a long time in uh, – in minor league I think he's a kid. The way Mueller described him was like he was a kid. That's what I want to say, that Knight is a young goalie on the rise. Uh, but you would have to think, what, do you, do you throw Drieger out there tonight or come right back with your uh, going, As long Bobrovsky. as Bob's okay, you're going with Bob. From what I've read, it wasn't him. Their defense was not good. Um, they made a lot of dumb mistakes and a lot of dumb penalties that gave the Lightning extra chances at goals. Like Supposedly, he played he played well. When you put Stamkos and Kucherov out there, uh, I'm going into my Don Cherry mode here. On a power play, yeesh, you, you have problems. I mean, they, they made some pretty slick goals. Uh, I, don't, I don't think Bobrowski was a chump in that game. In fact, if anything, it was a lightning goalie that gave up, gave up a couple of greasy ones, as they call them. I don't know how greasy you could call a semi-breakaway by Huberto, but, uh, I mean, it, there was no way that he shouldn't have stopped that puck. Even though Hubie was uh, kind of all alone, uh, he shot the puck right under the guy's leg, which uh, was a big, big goal in that game. But 5-4, the uh, Cats went down. So you're thinking Bobrovsky tonight uh, against the Lightning, and uh, we'll get into it with Steve Goldie-Goldstein uh, a bit later on. All right, so none of our local teams were in action. Uh, hang on there uh, for a second here, Louie. I know we, uh, we have to uh, get to a break here, but we, we tend to blow right through those, especially at the top of the show because there's so much on the plate here. The uh, Marlins, again, with a, a to-be-determined starter. I don't like that. They're 18-22. and 22. I did the math. I did the uh, long division on this, and it turned out I had to go back to multiplication tables instead, Louie, because my long division wasn't working out. So uh, they, have played, uh, they have played to a 450 percentage so far on the season at 18-22. and 22. So if you equate that out over 162 games, you know how many games they win in the deal Volkswagen run for 71? Run, Forrest, run. At 72.9. How about that, Luby? We're over the number right now. At 18 and 22, and it doesn't seem like we've played uh, that well. The Marlins, right? Haven't they kind of been a little... I mean, they started 1 and 6. They haven't really been floundering, but uh, they haven't been brilliant by any stretch of the imagination. 
So if they can hang in there at 18 and 22, do you feel more comfortable now about the run for 71? I feel comfortable the whole time. I think they're going to hit it. I, I don't think that should be their landmark. Like, they made the playoffs. They won a series last year. Like, I think this team should be a 500-ball club contending for the playoffs. Like, so 71 has never been really an issue for me. I think they should They should not. If they struggle to hit 71, then there's there's issues. It's not quite spawn insane and then pray for rain when uh, teams had four-man rotations. But uh, with no Sandy tonight, no Trevor tonight, no Pablo tonight, this comes under the heading of, uh, once again, in my opinion, a must-win game. Which you'd have to say, I don't know that the Cats Lightning is that must-win. You hate to go down 0-2 after being on the home ice, don't you? Is that must-win? What can we characterize as must-win? Marlins tonight against Philadelphia? See, people don't take it as no. seriously as we do. The uh, deal Volkswagen run for 71. I- I'm feeling pain when they lose. The rest of the city is uh, out there just going, well, yeah, they had a game last night. I didn't know. Come on, Luby. Tell these people to snap out of their coma, snap out of their whole uh, COVID-19 drift, and let's get with it, man. We have to get on this. We have to win some money here. Uh, would you take Jalen Waddell at 16-1 to to win Rookie of the Year? Jalen Waddell. Everybody thinks it's going to be Trevor Lawrence, but uh, that isn't always the case, right? The rookie quarterback on the bad team doesn't always uh, have the best of going. Trevor Lawrence, could he be Rookie of the Year when he's getting his face banged in? I think it's going to be Justin long. Fields. I think Justin Fields is going to be ridiculous. Justin Fields was the pick of uh, this handicapper that I was reading that was trying to cap who would win Rookie of the Year, and I think you're getting a pretty fat price on Justin Fields at uh, 14 to 1. 16 to 1 on Jalen Waddle. Jalen Waddle. Does he have to meddle his way through a bunch of wide receivers that would be potentially ahead of him on the depth chart in terms of being go to guys? And what's up with Devontae Parker? Is he not a, a giant key to what might happen this year and the possible success of Wontua, Tangavailoa, Mike Luby Lubitz? What do you think? Devontae Parker, are you waiting for him to have just a consistent bell to bell big year? I'm waiting for him Can to stay on the field and catch the ball. Like he was good for one half of a season and then last year went back to not catching the ball and not staying on the field. It's time for him to turn into Julio freaking Jones, is it not? Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Come on, guys, as they say. Come on, guys, let's do it. Heat in the box, uh, have they determined when that's going to start yet? That's a good question. I don't know. I know they have this playing thing that I think has to get done first before anything else can be played. Well, those games uh, now, uh, the uh, play-in games begin tonight. Charlotte at Indy, 6.30. And then uh, this uh, should be a doozy, Luby. This could uh, come under the heading of, boy, what a game last night when we talk about it tomorrow. Washington and Boston. 
Washington with Bradley Beal and Russell Westbrook and company, a very dangerous team in many people's opinion. The Boston Celtics were sliding like it was a mudslide on the cliffs of uh, Santa Barbara. Unbelievable. Sliding into an abyss as the season came to a close. They ended up the number seven seed. They take on Washington tonight in the play-in game. Winner of that is automatically guaranteed the seventh seed in the postseason when it officially gets underway if this isn't really the start of it. And uh, the loser would go on to play the nine versus ten winner which obviously is Charlotte or Indy. Who do you like in that game? Charlotte, Indy. Charlotte, the 10th seed, Indy, the 9th seed, Louie. See, Charlotte, if healthy, has a lot more, has a higher ceiling to me. But Indy, but the Pacers have guys that you know will give, will play consistently. Like Sabonis and Levert are in game in, game out kind of guys. Where Charlotte, like, between the injuries with Monk and and Ball, have a lot, uh, have more talent. But they'll have these nights where they just suck. So I, I don't know who's I don't even know who's playing in the in the friggin' series. So I would I guess lean the Pacers because I at least they were there last year. These are some juicy NBA games, right? Washington Boston should be a beauty. They're fun, like tonight, for a quote unquote playing tournament. They they're, they seem like a lot of fun. The friggin' Western Conference is nuts. San Antonio Memphis, uh, the early game on Wednesday. Golden State at Los Angeles. The Lakers we're talking about. Steph Curry, the league's leading scorer, and we'll see how LeBron's ankle holds up and whether LeBron and Anthony Davis can get by this uh, first hurdle and find their way into a battle against the winner. Well, no, they would automatically qualify if they win against Golden State. And then the winner of that game, loser of that game, rather, takes on uh, San Antonio Memphis. So anyway, I started to talk about this. Uh, I'm watching TV last night. I'm perusing all kinds of stuff. There, there was great hockey on Boston with a miracle comeback against Washington. And they win it in overtime. Colorado pretty much manhandled St. Louis 4-1. to And Carolina the same against Nashville, although that game was tied, I believe, after two periods. Is that possible? A 2-2 Carolina, the top team in the Central Division, the team that uh, beat the Panthers for that division title, 5-2 over Nashville. Uh, two of those series, that was the first game. Colorado and Carolina up one nothing, And Boston and Washington now tied at one apiece. Looked like Washington and the Capitals were going to take a 2-0 lead. Fairly easily. Late in the game, Boston got a goal, and then they scored early in the overtime period. But I'm flipping around, and I come on to, you would imagine uh, this was uh, somewhat of a surprise to some people, but maybe not to you, Libby. Uh, I ended up on TVG, even though they had a lot of beat tracks. Where is Grant's Pass? Does any degenerate out there know where Grant's Pass is? I have to admit, there are racetrack names now that I have no idea what track that might be or what it was in the past. Grant's Pass, have you ever heard of this racetrack, Libby? They're running quarter horses there. I mean, some very lame-looking quarter horses they were running, and uh, I was tempted to bet on it. But uh, all of a sudden, here comes a race from Yonkers, one of my old stomping grounds in New York, although I didn't go there frequently. It was kind of out of the way for me. We were spending most of our degenerate youth at Roosevelt Raceway on Long Island. And and who's running as the two-ball in the fifth race at Yonkers last night? A horse, all one word, run, run, Jimmy Dunn. Classic. In honor of my great friend Jim Dunn, uh, who uh, was a fine backer uh, of everything that I've done in broadcasting uh, for as long as he was a local general manager here, first at Toyota of Hollywood and then at JM Lexus, the great Jim Dunn. And what a kind and, and real gentleman this man is. Great, great American. How could I not have thrown down 200 to win on Run Run Jimmy Dunn? Who boogied. It's the bets you don't make, Luby. Who boogied in that race. Boogaloo City, my friend. And it's going to be run, run, Jimmy Dunn at the wire here to win it by half a length. It was great, which is a monster margin in a harness race. All right, we're coming back with more. Our instant replay, Dave Hyde of the Sun Sentinel. Dave's always great.
Harvey Fialkoff joins us later on. Harvey Fialkoff, a great local sports writer for many, many years. Brett Tester, the agent to the stars on things happening in the NFL. And speaking of the NFL, Frank Schwab, Yahoo Sports senior NFL writer, going to join us later on. And Steve Goldie-Goldstein on this Panther series. Curious to get Goldie's thoughts about what happened in game one. Sam Bennett suspended for this game, by the way. A one-game suspension. With all the stuff that happened in that game, did anybody deserve, did one team deserve to be compromised I know, by that's, a one-game that's what suspension I'm saying. of a key player? Like... Supposedly it was a war between the two teams, yet the Panthers got a guy suspended and you didn't hear anything about the Lightning. Don't you have to even that kind of stuff up, right? Like suspend both guys because there was an instigator situation there with the Tampa Bay Lightning. It it, it was rough. I I would imagine it isn't going to be, you know, any uh, charity softball game out there tonight. So uh, that, that should be some great, great compelling action. I have some friends that are going. Uh, the great Dylan Rossi managed to cop some tickets, and uh, my friend Tommy's going, and a couple other people going with him. Uh, that would be very exciting, wouldn't it? If you were going to go to a hockey game, would this not be one that you would have circled on your social calendar as, uh, hey, I, I can't have anything else going, I'm going to the oh, game? Oh, for tonight. sure. That would be a good one. All right, uh, let's hope it's a successful one for the Panthers. We'll talk about that many other things here on the show. I'm Jeff DeForest. He is Mike Luby Lubitz. He is with us. And are you committed to stick with the program at least through the end of our eleventh year, Luby? Then after that, you're a free agent. I mean, I don't, I don't plan on going anywhere. I don't, I don't know. I feel That's like why Branch that Ricky. thing was so weird to me. Like, who? I've been here twelve years. Like, I wouldn't just out of nowhere start a show. Rant like that would never happen ever, 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 never, ever. You never know when somebody's going to break off on their own. You just never do. I, I'd be happy for you if you did it. Not that, uh, you know, we wouldn't miss you here. You do it at the beginning right, of uh, a show. With... I, would, I mean, I would go out. I've been here way too long to go out like that. It'd it kind of be like if like uh, 14 you, know, you went to the Joe Rose show or something. One day. That doesn't work that way. Yeah, I mean, if you ended up at 790 or something or 560, that, that, would, be, that, that would be a little painful. All right, uh, back with more in a moment. Now that. The time. Oh, really? They pay uh, full-time salaries? It's uh, 629. to the default show. Welcome back to the show. Mono once again, everybody, on Appeal Yourself Off the Mat Monday. I'm Jeff DeForest. Happy to have you with us on the ALT Default Show, brought to you by Altitude International, altitude-international.com. You can find out more about this company that's revolutionizing the way sports are being contested. Actually, Baffert could have benefited from uh, the scientific... Uh, uh, in, info and uh, the uh, installation of one of these uh, chambers uh, at his barn, and he wouldn't have been in this big jackpot. We welcome to the show 
And it's often thought that negativity sells in this business. But we've found, uh, Luby, have you not concluded also it's exactly the opposite? If you're not going to have really lousy teams, you need to have really great teams, especially in a weird town without pity sports town like this one. And I think this man would agree that a championship run, there is nothing healthier for the psyche, for the soul of a South Florida fan base than a team that makes a run for a championship as the Heat did last year. We welcome Sun Sentinel Supreme columnist Dave Hyde to the show. David, how are you, my friend? I agree. Give me excellence. Don't give me what we've had too much of the last two decades of awful. So, uh, yeah, I'd love to see a a Panthers run through the spring. Um, but they better they better uh, buckle up for game two here. Was that something? I mean, I, I know you're probably familiar with the scene in the Bronx Tale where uh, Palmentary comes in there with the boys and they have the baseball bats and they're going to throw these bikers out of the bar. But didn't that look that way in the first period? Like the Panthers were the guys with the bats. <laughs> I mean, every, every play, every puck possession, uh, as soon as the puck changed hands, somebody was getting drilled into the boards by like two guys. And, and then he would throw like a couple of punches, even a noogie, before the uh, officials had a chance to, uh, you know, chime in there and and the game just kept going that was fantastic i mean what a physical bloodbath that was in the first period especially last night yeah it was something out of the 1990s of the nhl and and i I get we haven't had serious playoff hockey for a while but um yeah they they uh, let that go the referees let it go um and and a retro game so right 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 through the first period right through the the uh end of the period they're fighting and, um, yeah, I'm curious to see how they're going to referee at the, the next game. There were a lot of guys being going head first in the boards that uh, weren't called last night. And it was like half of them were called and half of them weren't called. And, and uh, you just had to guess which way the referee was going to call them. Power play, obviously a big strength for the Tampa Bay Lightning, and they took advantage of it last night. Uh, yet the Panthers played valiantly. I mean, that was uh, one of those games, obviously, that could have gone either way. Uh, just tremendous stuff, and uh, we're seeing these young stars that we've been waiting for to blossom for years, and it's not as if they haven't played well. Got guys like Barkoff and Huberdeau. Obviously, they established themselves as being very good players. Ekblad, before he got hurt, uh, of course. But, wow, those two guys in particular, Barkoff and Huberdeau, were, were sensational last night. Yeah, I don't know that the Panthers can play better. I, I mean, I, I they can get, you know, you know maybe Bobrovsky can be hot, or hotter, um, he he had you know he saved a breakaway once. He had some some nice saves, but five goals uh, um, that speaks to how good Tampa Bay is. They got uh, their two big stars back last night, um, and it also speaks to something you mentioned. And then yeah, the Panthers just can't take that. The three periods in the second period really shifted the game, and then uh, Sam Bennett. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You know, got a penalty late. A retaliate. You know, he was retaliating on Blake Coleman and Tampa Bay, who taking some shots at at Barkov. And 
others. And, and it, you know, so they probably can't play better, but they can play smarter. And it was interesting to hear. Quinville was really interesting after the game, uh, after that big, all the hitting, the intensity. And he, and he said, uh, he talked about that the, the, these stars, these young players, this whole team that's never been in a situation like this before, an intense playoff series. Um, the education, you know, education's part of it. And sometimes uh, education's expensive. Well, and there's not a lot of time to get educated. I mean, you're going to need the uh, Monarch or Cliff Notes on playoff experience <laughs> because you're now down one nothing, and Tampa Bay is in a position where if they can play 500 hockey in the next six games, go 3-3, three and three, they win the series. Uh, would it be uh, considered a, a disappointment of major magnitude if the Panthers lose in the first round? Because, I mean, there would be no disgrace losing to Tampa Bay if they lost in listless fashion as they did to the Islanders last year in that, uh, what, I think that went three out of four. And, uh, you know, it, it was just ugly. It, it seemed like they weren't even interested. They were disconnected from the series. But they, they were certainly engaged last night and uh, had every right to think they were going to come up a winner. But uh, how much of a uh, disappointment would you consider it if the Panthers got knocked out in the first round by the defending Stanley Cup champions with their stars back in the lineup, as you said, Dave? Yeah, I think the disappointment is they got matched up with Tampa Bay. After this, you know, they, what were they fourth in point total in the NHL? in the regular yeah. season, great regular season. And, and because of the pandemic, because of the way the uh, divisions are aligned and, and uh, the NHL did things completely different than the NBA, but the way they did them, um, you, you know, it was pretty unfortunate matchup for the Panthers. Um, so if they play like this and they lose, I, I, you know, that, that's sports. That's uh you know, you, you're going to lose to a better team, a, a, a much more experienced team. Uh, as you said, defending champs last year, they've been to the finals uh, or made playoff runs, a, you know, a couple other times in, in recent years. Um, and so uh, if it comes to that, the unfortunate part we'll look back on and say, uh, you know, too bad they got matched up with Tampa Bay in the first series. With you from the Office Only Studios, I want to switch gears a little bit with the one and only Dave Hyde. Follow him, hit him up on Twitter, at Dave Hyde Sports. The Cats aren't the only team in the playoffs. Miami Heat are there uh, in a very similar seeding. Last year, they were the fifth seed. This year, they're the sixth seed. But this year, they're actually hotter. They've won eight of their last ten. And last year, they are actually struggling getting into the uh, the little the bubble slash playoffs. And then they went on a run in the playoffs. And I have a weird – I just had this weird feeling about them last year. I liked seeing them versus an easier, quote-unquote, opponent in the Pacers. I haven't faced the Bucks in the first round. Devo's made fun of me. But it just feels a little off to me. What are your thoughts about the Heat going in the NBA playoffs? Yeah, it's it's hard to again, it's it's hard to pick the Heat over the Bucks when you when you look at uh, again we're in the same conversation points as last year, and with Giannis being a if not the best player in the league in the top three, um, and you know Milwaukee going through just as he did last year. Um, you know, having a a disappointment the previous year in the playoffs. Now it's two years of disappointments for Milwaukee and having a, a great regular season. So, um, you know, the question with the with the Heat is: Do you, do you believe in magic again? Can it happen again? Uh, they beat a team that uh, look Milwaukee loaded up in the off season. They got Drew Holiday, and he's come he's coming off the bench, uh, and and. 
And so, um, you know, it's hard to pick the heat. And, and that's and all that said, like, like you just mentioned, they're, they're hot right now, too. So um, this should be a fun series, too. Dave Hyatt of the Sun Sentinel with us here on 940 Wins, 1230 The Zone, and Around the World on the iHeartRadio app. All right, uh, so many different things happening uh, here in town. Uh, Luby had the solution last year, and uh, it was well uh, diagrammed. Uh, and if you can see like a chalkboard light up uh, with a verbal description, uh, Ron Rostein uh, completely uh, dissected uh, Luby's philosophy on guarding the Greek, which is the reverse triangle in two. <laughs> I don't know if you're familiar with that defense, Dave. We might have run that by you uh, last year at some point in time, the reverse triangle in two, where you put three guys on a Greek and the other two guys – bounce off uh, the two corners as if they were pro wrestlers bouncing off the ropes before they collide in the center of the ring. Um, I, I, I've heard I, mean, of, I, I, know, I know the Pythagorean theorem in basketball, but not the reverse. <laughs> I, I like that. I like that idea, yeah. <laughs> it's, I mean, uh, Jim Valvano kind of thing, uh, where you, you have to have some kind of uh, trick uh, to, to stifle the Milwaukee Bucks. Now, now the Bucks have to be... What? I, I don't know if I always buy this. I mean, the old chip on the shoulder thing, but uh, they have to feel... Uh, deflated and, and uh, maybe inspired by the fact that they lost the Heat last year and, and were handled. And the Heat have had good success against this Bucks team. Um, what, what do you think about, I mean, uh, th- this matchup in particular, as uh, Luby was screaming that he, he would rather see the Knicks or, or the Hawks, and uh, I would think that would be appropriate in the first round, but uh, none of those teams uh, represent any kind of a slouch in a fairly even Eastern Conference. Oh, yeah, clearly you'd rather have the Knicks or the Hawks. I mean, the disappointment of the Heat season is they didn't get that four seed, um, and and then they would have a you know a, a much easier round than, than starting off against the Bucks. I'm, I'm you know the the Knicks have had a great season, but but come on, no one no one's expect no one's expecting them to get have that kind of a season, much less um, do anything in the playoffs. And 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 the Hawks. You know, the, the the first three teams in the East are the ones you want to try to avoid in the playoffs. And, and um, again, the disappointment about the Heat's regular season is is it, for as strong as they finished, um, they still didn't get the, that fourth seed. Good job answering that same question twice there, uh, Dave. Is, uh, <laughs> I, I, I had dropped out uh, here uh, with another technical snafu during the time that Luby had posed that other question. <laughs> <laughs> it happens, yeah, I, right? I, I mean, I it, great stuff, but my best stuff was the stuff that dropped out. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like when uh, somebody would ask Marino, hey, how do you feel about the loss? And he would answer with a red face, and then somebody else would pop in that just walked into the uh, post-game press conference and say, hey, Danny boy, how did it feel to lose that one? One of my great moments, I, I still remember years ago talking to Tim Hardaway after a – and he, he came up, and there was some big controversy, and he started the – his his talk to us media scrum around him by saying going on and on about how he didn't want to answer any questions about this and I, my, my mind just kind of faded out as he's going on not really listen to him he got done and i asked him a question right about the one thing he said I'm not <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> and he looked at me like are you stupid <laughs> who's the wise guy yeah What kind of a question is that? How could you ask me a question like that? Answer my question! 
The question, jerk! It's time for today's mini trivia challenge. Brought to you by the great people at Gulfstream Park. The spring summer meet is on and it's red hot. Place your wagers at firstbet.com. They race Thursdays through Sunday. On May 17, 1998, Yankees pitcher David Wells hurled just the 13th perfect game in Major League Baseball history as the Yankees won the ball game 4-0. Today's Gulfstream Park Challenge question is, against what team did Wells throw the perfecto? Was it the Red Sox, the Orioles, the Twins, or the Rays? That answer in a moment. Be a part of the exciting thoroughbred racing at Gulfstream Park. Establish a first bet account today and get into the game. There is no greater thrill in sport than the pulsating pace and chase to the wire of the glorious racing and intense competition taking place on the track at Gulfstream Park. Hallandale Beach Boulevard and US-1, for the latest information on dates, events, and fan access, log on to gulfstreampark.com. Wells Perfecto came in the game against the Minnesota Twins on that May 17, 1998 performance. That's today's mini trivia challenge brought to you by Gulfstream Park. Spring summer meet is on. They race Thursday through Sunday, and you can also place your wagers at firstbet.com for all the exciting action of Gulfstream's thoroughbred racing meet. Today, I consider myself the luckiest man on the face of the earth. No worries. Defo is here. Welcome back to the Defo Show. How did I not see that, Mike Luby Lubitz? How did I not see that? Yonkers race five last night. Run, run, Jimmy Dunn. Should have been all over that thing. No? Run, yeah, run, Jimmy Dunn. $8.40, $8.40, my friend. Rumbar, by the way, is a Chardonnay. I didn't even realize that. Is it put out by the Sonoma Vineyards, the same uh, people that make Sonoma Couture? Is that Sonoma Vineyards? Are you aware? Do you don't know any of the things you're saying, but sure. Bottles of wine that you're guzzling. Rumbauer, though, I believe, is a Chardonnay. At least Jersey Kyle told me that. So how about the all-alcohol exacta and the Preakness? Rumbauer, a Chardonnay, and Midnight Bourbon. What a nice combination, right? Drink a little Chardonnay on your way to the track. On the way out, when you have a stack full of cash, a stack of sticks, a midnight bourbon. All right, the Greek at 3 o'clock today. Marlins back in action against Philadelphia later on on the radio station. We'll give you the times and all the official data in just a few moments as we continue on a Luby Tuesday. The ALT Defo Show, brought to you by Altitude International, continues up until 10 o'clock. And we'll be back with more in a moment. Now that. The time. 940 wins, 1230 the zone at 659. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.